Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten. I'm stood outside Old Trafford on the forecourt a couple of hours before the 2022 FA Youth Cup final between Manchester United and Nottingham Forest. This podcast is brought to you in association with Betfred. Fred Doan is a Salford Red. He opened his first shop in 1967 and the fans are starting to arrive here. 67,000 tickets have been sold for this game. One pound each, every penny going to charity. And the charity is the Manchester United Foundation. Top people. So the club are going to lose money on stage in tonight's game because it costs a lot more than one pound per person to put a game on and to get the stewards and all the associated stuff with putting a game on. I'm with Binzi. <laughs> a familiar Good evening, a very distinctive Andy. voice on this podcast throughout this season as we draw it to an end. Um not spoke to you for a month or so. Yep. How bad has it been? The first team. <laughs> it's been bad, but we've been, it's been darker days, you know all that. I've told you before. It's been bad though. That that was the lowest of the low Brighton. Why? Just there's no effort not I don't, I don't know just get rid of a lot of them for me all of them sell every single player well, yeah, that's I, not going to happen though, no no it? I'd keep De Gea I'd keep Sancho and I'd keep Ronaldo the rest of them they're not worth two bob Elanga don't know Fred oh <laughs> if he's a Brazilian <laughs> I thought he'd done. I'm a scouser Andy I thought he's, he's done alright this season who Fred I thought he's done alright this season Done all right where? Playing done for all Manchester right. United. Think he's How done can he have done all right when we're where are we gonna finish? Fucking seventh. It's been terrible. I know it is. Disgraceful I the know. performances. I think there's been worse culprits than him. Yeah. Um, yeah. This season. Local boys you could mention. So Forest, right? Yeah. When did you first go to Forest Away? Oh I can't. Any good stories <laughs> about Forest Away? Plenty. <laughs> My we'll... first trip there was in eighty eight and it was four pound forty to stand on big terrace big open terrace the Bridgeford end yeah. and I earned £2.20 a week at the time delivering new, the Manchester Evening News and I was outraged at how expensive it was because the view was rubbish the, the, the terrace was quite shallow the game was bad I think it was nil-nil and so, it's a bit rough there weren't it Andy in 88 well I was a kid so I was alright but I'm sure that you might be able to <laughs> fill us in some details on going to Nottingham and having uh, issues with the locals same away go on which, which was the worst <laughs> where was it worst at Forest it's not really been bad no no they never no. had a firm yeah, oh yeah they, they, they yeah they did but they came the in Red in, in, in um, FA Cup 6 round massive crowd knocked United out of the FA Cup yeah they did because they ended up playing Liverpool after Hillsborough that was a um, Forest yeah, I not... remember Cluffy bringing He'd been on a run of about 47 games or 48 games and we thought we were going to end the run and they beat us 4-0. <laughs> great, yeah, great teams and great players. Great manager. Great manager. Great manager. Brilliant manager. And that's where it all starts, some with of the, a manager, Andy. Some of the best... Yeah, you're linking nicely into me. Yeah. Some of the best literature about football has been Cluffy. about Brian Clough. Yeah, there's, there's been few and I'll, be doing a disservice not mentioning them all, but there's a legend. One by Puffy. Duncan Hamilton, I think. Um, genius, legend, about a kiss. genius. Yeah, oh, 
Nottingham Forest European champions twice. Yeah. When he yeah. went there, their average crowd was 18,000. Yeah. Forest yeah, champions of Europe. Yeah. I mean, the, the... there's a team not too far away <laughs> from me. <laughs> would like to be able to say that, wouldn't they? And he, he used the same 11 players all the time, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He had a player called John Robertson, a winger. I met him. And he um, told him how, how shit he was. He said, Smoking. He's having a cig. Clough just said how terrible he was. And What about Kenneth? He's centre half. Hello, Alex. Hello, Hello John. Hi, mate. Nice to you see you. Doing? We're doing the podcast. Doing podcast. Alex Neil there. You looking forward to the game? Yeah. Andy, see you in a minute anyway. <laughs> I want to speak to you about Ten <laughs> How's this season been for you? Mm. Bad. Mm. <laughs> Who's your favourite player at the moment? Who do you like? Uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. Have you spoke to him? Yeah. You I met know. him. I met him twice. You met him twice. Twice. What's he been like with Alex? Oh man, he's, he's a legend, isn't he? He's absolutely. He's so nice. He's such a top guy. We yeah. probably had about ten seconds with us, but it felt like it felt like even longer, didn't it? But it's. Uh, I know. He was so nice. I got a. Got a little picture there of him. Oh, look at you with Ronaldo. I tried to get Alex to look at me and he was just like mesmerised by it. And he was like, oh, it all. Have but you been to any of the Youth Cup games so far? Been to season? all? Yeah. Every every single one, including Reading away. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that they've played the games here at Old Trafford because it's allowed them to, to get to, you know, because Carrington's still on lockdown at the minute. So we're hoping to get there next season. So, uh, yeah. Which no players been. have stood out for you? Oh, it's quite... you young lads. Yeah, I don't. Garnacho. Yeah, Kobe. yeah, Kobe Mainu. Uh, yeah, um, there's a lot of good. Yeah, Sam, Sam Mother, Sam Murray. There's, there's probably too the many keeper. to mention. The yeah, the keeper. Yeah, the, Verdict, yeah. the Czech goalkeeper. Yeah, I think he's massive as well. Three different Czech goalkeepers. <laughs> um, what are the new facilities like in the Stratford End? Love them, yeah. absolutely brilliant. They're, at, they're actually opening them tonight as well, but uh, we we we'd actually applied to get tickets in the TRA section behind the goal, so we're, we're with the uh, the noise a lot tonight. So Are you going uh, in there? Was it you letting flares off recently? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. Seeing them smuggling them in in your yeah. wheelchair. <laughs> um, we get us into trouble there. <laughs> so after this, you've got um, well, there's only Just Palace, Palace now. There. Yeah, we did. We weren't successful, unfortunately. Oh. Fortunately, which way, whichever way you want to look at it, but yeah, uh, we still we, we still wanted to go and cheer them on. It's uh, it has been a really poor season, and uh, I think that a lot of Reds will be happy to see the back of this year. So there is uh, we, we can be quietly uh, um, you know optimistic. They seem to be doing a lot of things the right way, getting the right appointment. So it's um, you know time will tell, but you've always got to be hopeful. Yeah, we're optimists, aren't we? Yeah, football definitely. fans. Right, good to see you both. Cheers, Andy, yeah. Take yeah. care. Yeah. See you, we, we Alex. Yesterday. Yeah, I was at the yeah, game yeah, last yeah, night, yeah. Came here, took, took the little unto it, and then uh, busy time. I've, um, <laughs> I've got to go to the European Cup final in a wow. few weeks in Paris. So I'm <laughs> like, got, yeah, your, honestly, you, I've got, got to go. Your Benzema tap already. I mean, I've got to go as a journalist, and yeah, yeah. part of me is like, I'm being paid to go to the European Cup final, yeah. and I'm very fortunate to be doing that. And part of me is like, well, I was at Villarreal last week with Liverpool. And I'm just like walking past their, their fans and just envious of where they are at the moment. But we've had a good enough run as well. I say something else there, Andy. What did you... What? <laughs> they might have recognised you. They did, one of them did. Take care. One of them did. One of them came up to me and went, Andy, innit? And they were four lads from Kirby. And um, they were sound. Yeah, they they followed their team. And they Spirit go everywhere with them. I know. They was, these were just four lads. And... Um, 
Two of them didn't have tickets and they go everywhere with Liverpool and they were in Villarreal. Two of them had tickets, two of them didn't have tickets. So that's, that, that's, that's how it was with them. And There'll be 80,000 of them in Paris. In Paris? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's dear. being there. How many Rangers will be in Seville? <laughs> how many fucking Germans will be in Seville? I was at the Barca Eintracht game. Yeah, how many? And I knew they were bringing loads. And I thought, I'm going to write a story about it. And then I, I waited for them to come round because they, they all marched to the ground together. Yeah, yeah. And I waited. And I'm speaking to the Catalan police, saying, when they come in, they're, like, they're now, now here, they're coming round the corner. And I just saw this massive mob of fans. So... Do you like your fight, the Germans? Well, here's, don't here's, here's, here's what happened next. They're all wearing white. Yeah. And um, some people were taking pictures of them. And this Spanish fella with his family taking pictures of him. And they just flew into him, spacked him, pulled his camera out. The fella, so he's, he's like, him against like 10,000 Frankfurt. He went for him and he held his own. Like, so apparently some of the ultras don't like having the picture taken. So I watched him go in for 25 minutes. That. And then I said to me, mate, where are you? He's like, I'm on the other side of the ground. That wasn't even the main one Man, I'd seen. Yeah. I'd seen like... 10,000 of them there was an even bigger group coming in on the other side it was unbelievable it was brilliant how they did it wait till you see how many of them you think there'll be 100,000 rangers they'll have just as many fine track Frankfurt it's all about how you get there so when rangers played here in 08 the barrier to entry if we're going to put it in economic terms was was not difficult you could I got told a story of a coach which left air for 14 quid that was your only cost 14 quid yeah to be in Manchester uh, create a beer and, and they caused Avocare they were a nightmare yeah beer. yeah, yeah um, getting to Seville is more difficult but there's a lot of Germans live on, all down that coast anyway was it Costa del Sol is it uh, Costa del Sol is 90 minutes away from Seville there's, yeah. a, lot, there's a lot of um, Scots down there as well yep yeah. so there will be they'll, they'll both I think <laughs> Seville will probably regret staging that final and ironically I don't know why we're talking about this it's been staged in the smallest of the three stadiums in Seville Sevilla's ground only holds 42,000 they've got is... Cartujo which holds 67 and even Betis's ground holds 60 so they've messed up there but they weren't to know who was coming so I don't know anyway you were going to tell me about Ten Hag what do you think what do we think well let's give him a chance because we I'm sick of getting him sacked give him a chance give him time give him I hope they give him money to buy players he wants for his philosophy, his style. What do you think of Ralph? You know what? When I listen to him, he sounds brilliant. He does sound and then, brilliant. And then, and then when you see the performance on the pitch, you think, hang on a minute, is that the same fella that we're talking to? Do you know what I mean? So then it makes me think, are they doing what they want, not listening to him because he's the interim manager? So then you well, when need... you've got your boss slagging you off publicly, you're gonna you're gonna die for him. You're gonna give everything for him. That's the other they way. They deserve it. it. I don't care. They, they get they well totally deserve yeah. some of the criticism. But his job is to manage them players and get results out of them. Yeah. Well, half of them don't want to be here if you believe what you read in newspapers. Do you? Do you buy newspapers? No. Oh. Where, where, <laughs> do you, where do you get your media? What's your local newspaper where you live? I will tell you where I look on YouTube. Now you get your news from YouTube. Yeah, yeah. you get well, your news from YouTube. I just look at the football. Of like you're on it or that ESPN. I like yeah, yeah. him. So uh, you watch me on YouTube. Yeah, and the, <laughs> what's he called? The, the, the used to Gary. Uh, used to play for Chelsea's on ESPN. 
Craig Burley. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. I've not brilliant. got a YouTube channel. I will do. I, I do work for a different I I, people. I, I listen to all these other kids, and I just that Goldbridge. You're shaking, not, you're shaking your head here. He's not a United fan, is he? Fucking hell. So you, where'd you get news of like Russia, Ukraine? I'm not really interested, Andy. You're only interested in football. United. Just United. Football. Yeah, just United. So you, you, the only news you're interested you in. You tell me in. what, what me knowing about Russia, Ukraine. What am I gonna? What can I do? I can't do nothing. What Let the government do, sort what it out. What can you do about United? <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> if I had six billion, I'd fucking be able to do something about it. Right. It's been nice um, talking to you this season. I know you've been very popular with people listening. Come on, Andy. So thank I lo- you. I love United. You know I that. To, I, I need to take you, uh, take you out for a beer. <laughs> Known you for years, and I, I look forward to talking to you now. I'm getting emotional now. Yeah, well, I want to. Because I, I'm I getting think, on. I want to see another title. Yeah, I know. I love it. And, and, and imagine how good it'll be when we do. Oh, it'd be fucking brilliant. It'll be like. It'd be brilliant. That night against Blackburn. Here, it'd be brilliant. That Monday night, it was fucking. I won't with hey, oh, hey, Jody, went to two it. games that season. <laughs> we ended up in Moss Side that night. Did you? Fucking what were you doing? Brilliant. Just having a drink within the permitted we licensing were, hours? Uh, no. <laughs> we were doing a lot of things we shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> but we waited 26 years for it, so, so you, let's get, enjoy it. So you get, it's 1993, we've just won the league. So whose idea was it to go to Moss Side? There was loads of us. Did we you know any people town? in Moss Side? Yeah. Did you know any drinking establishments whose licences yeah. might not have been up to date? Yeah, they don't have licences. You just knock on the door what and time go did in. you get in? <laughs> About five, six o'clock in the morning. It was brilliant. There was a few of us there. Good, good few of the lads. You Should probably we... know some of them. Yeah. I love it with you. We just stray to the edges and we've got to be a bit careful. Well, sometimes. I'm getting on now, Andy. It looks all like I've seen the highs. I've seen the lows. I've seen the highs. I'm back in the lows, so I want to see the highs again. Are you optimistic we're going to see him again? Yeah, of course, we always get back. We always get back on top. Always. So United have won the Youth Cup. 3-1 against Forest. Garnacho, the star. Listen to this now. Please offer congratulations and show your appreciation to Manchester United, the winners of the 2022 in the main stand yeah, just spotted something on the pitch with silver with handles on it 
I've not seen one for about five years. I think they're called trophies. You can hear glory, glory, Man United. I'm rushing out the ground now because I'm going to the lads sell United we stand. It's been a good night. It's been a lovely night. The weather's been great. The crowd's fantastic. The 6,000 Forest fans have really added to the occasion. They're a good side. They played well in the first half, Forest. And the, the penalty uh, for United's second goal, which was won by Garnacho, was definitely outside the area. So they were unlucky there. He scored it and he just came into his own in the final minutes of the game. It's his man of the match. And he's uh, the one player who's been picked out. So, great night for United. And people walking on smiling. There's no tension in the air. Manchester United are the FA Youth Cup winners for the first time since 2011. Credit to all the players, to the management, the structure under Nick Cox, formerly under uh, Nicky Butt. And uh, what a night. Just in the Munich tunnel after the game. And obviously all United fans are delighted with this uh, re- result and the cup win but I think two especially are and it's Tony Park and Steve Hobin they wrote a book called Sons of United it's a beautiful book I'd say buy it but I think they've sold all the copies and uh, focusing on the young United teams right throughout their history and they watch United's young sides um, Tony was responsible for the statistic that a Manchester United youth graduate, and you're probably going to correct me with my word in here, has been in every match day squad for what, 420 years, was it? <laughs> How do you feel after that? I, I think I'm delighted, Andy. I think um, it's been a long time coming. It's been 10, 11 years since we won it last time, and a club of our stature should be winning it more often. But more importantly, I'm delighted for the kids. I'm delighted for Travis Binion, who's obviously done a great job with them, uh, the coaching staff associated, and you can see how pumped up they were. And I think what was what was really, I think what was um, the thing that was mo- I was most delighted on is this is a fantastic springboard for some of those kids. They play in front of seventy thousand fans. They weren't intimidated by it. They weren't frozen by it. it. They were pumped up. They were motivated. What we want from future Manchester United footballers. So I think you know it's just going to be great watching their careers and and watching the. That the next crew come through because now what that means for the 16s is they've all here today sitting next to us going that's us next year so you know we're just delighted you've been at all the games i'd imagine what's been the, the high point of the run because most people would have just have seen the final um and that's been a low point I, I, I wouldn't say there's any low points i think the high point has been seeing the team gel there's been a couple of very good individuals but what's been really interesting is different players have stepped up in different games. I think that's the highlight, not one game. I mean, tonight, for example, the two centre-halves, Lewis Jackson, came in for Tyler Fredrickson, who I assume is injured, and um, Reese Bennett, the captain. I thought they were outstanding. They are terrific against a very physical Nottingham Forest team who had an aerial presence that was very unusual in today's academy kind of football. And um, they were brilliant. And you know, the game before it was Garnacho and McNeil, and the game before it was Mainu and someone else. And I think that's what's that's what's really interesting. No one player, a real team effort. Steve. Yeah, I mean, we've won the uh, the Youth Cup eleven times now, so we've stretched our lead uh, over Chelsea now by a couple of wins. Um, 
I've seen United win the Youth Cup a few times now, but I think what's made it really special tonight was the crowd. I mean, that is an astonishing crowd. There are some players who've had careers, 20, 25-year careers, and have never played in front of a crowd like that. Some of these kids tonight may never play in front of a crowd like that again, so this could be a highlight for some of them, but for others, like Tony said, it will probably be a springboard, and let's hope, you know, a few of them get through to the first team. With spring in the air, it's a time of renewal and growth, personally and professionally. As your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to tap into the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so that your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires against the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com forward slash united. Again, that's linkedin.com forward slash united to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. No, no, we had back on some at Busby Way. The crowds just walked past. Great to see so many people smiling. It's a really beautiful evening in Manchester because even though it's late, it's not fully dark yet because we're, well, we're into May and the Manchester United is lit up above Old Trafford and there's a real feel-good factor. And we were selling the United, we stand, everyone's walking past. Completely buzzing, really, really nice. Um, I'm with um, Super John McCauley, I used to play up front for Plymouth, who's been selling United We Stand, and I'm with John Ashton, who led the podcast last week after uh, the Brentford game. But what did you make of that 3 1 win for United tonight? Uh, yeah, it was, I, I think United John got a, bit, a little bit lucky. Um, I thought Forrest played quite well. I mean, you could tell they were kids, weren't you? And they were not used to playing in front of that sort of um, audience before, it was nervous. It was frenetic. I thought he was going mental. But yeah, it was. You could tell there was a lot of energy. They, they struggled trying to, to get the crowd going. They struggled to sell. They were taking a piss. I think some of them got booed at one point. We're trying to get them going. I don't think they realise that half the crowd haven't probably haven't been here Old Trafford either before. But um, no, I mean, it's, it's great to go over the line. Obviously, they've got a bit of star quality up front, and in the Garnacho kid. He made the difference, and you can see why he's knocking at the door of the first team. But other than that, yeah, I mean, it was a tight game with a lot of talent on show, but they, they probably will come off the field. A bit disappointed they didn't really manage to settle that they wouldn't, but you'd expect that. Like I said, big crowd, big to- big big um, you know, big big tournament for them and uh, yeah, overall good good to go over the line and get a trophy and, and if the future looks promising. It wasn't a penalty by the way. That's no, he was outside the box, but, but I think I think he had he given he'd have been sent him off. Yeah. So I mean and I would have had to stay for extra time then, so I'm not gonna slag the referee off for that. But no, I, I, yeah, he he would have been sent off if he won the penalty, but it wasn't a penalty either, but no VAR is at this level, so thankfully. Uh, the other John, sorry, Plymouth Argyle just missed out on the playoffs. John, your your, your former club. Um, what did you make tonight when the players were celebrating? They all did that. See you. So it seems yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they obviously rehearsed the celebrations, hadn't they? I mean, they did that all. Came over on the knees as well, which was good to see. Just enthusiastic. It's nice to see players after the season we've had. I think everyone in there's refreshed tonight because uh, 
you know, everyone wanted to get behind the scenes, really positive vibe in the ground. And the players, I think, responded to that. And, uh, yeah, it was just nice, the, you know, buzzing for them. They're all very, very young, aren't they? And I think, you know, having that on your CV tonight, that you've won the FA Youth Cup, will, will help all their careers, you know, whether they stay at United or not. The chances are most of them will probably go elsewhere and play the football. But, um, you know, they've won a prestigious tournament there. And I think, I think it's going to help them all uh, massively. And it's good for United, you know. We need, we need some good news, don't we? So, I spoke to one of the coaches before the game who said... This will be as good as it gets for some of these players. Yeah, of course, sir. It'll be yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. crowd that they yeah, play. Yeah. We also saw another stat. It's the biggest crowd that any Nottingham Forest side has played in front of since the 1992 <laughs> League Cup final <laughs> against Manchester United. <laughs> Whoever's pulled that we one up. We were there. That was, we were there. And I think um, you, you mentioned earlier on, I think, on, on your uh, Twitter feed that you know, 4,000 at the last uh, FA Youth Cup. I yeah. think, to be fair, United, they get a lot of stick and most of it's fully deserved. But the decision to make it a pound entry tonight is the best thing they've done for a long time. And I think, you know, it's encouraged the crowd to be what it is, I think. I mean, I hate to be a cynic, but I don't think there'll be that sort of attendance there if we were going to Paris in a couple of weeks or, or Wembley on Saturday. But, um, what are you saying? I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> like magpies out, we need a bit of silver on offer tonight, so everyone's turned up. But no, I mean, it, it's like a double-edged sword with United fans, isn't it? Because you do think to yourself, fantastic support. And then you also think to yourself, if you're getting this sort of attendance turning up for Youth Cup finals... It's not going to take much for it to turn around in terms of us all being happy again with the first team. And then we are very easily pleased and the mood does shift very quickly from, from game to game. As, as we know as fanzine sellers and you know the sort of reception we get outside the ground sometimes from selling, selling yeah, magazines. Nice so, not get abused today, so, wasn't yeah, it, after yeah. the game? So, so yeah, it's, it's like, like I said, it is a bit of a double-edged sword. It does show us off as fantastic support, but does also show how quite easily pleased and how we'll, we will always remain, keep coming to grounds, keep putting our asses in the seats and no matter what the game. And, um, the Glazers will probably be laughing their off a little bit of that tonight. There was a flag, two flags in the Stratford end. The Glazers are shite, but the kids are all right. There was some anti-Glazer songs as well. There's a really good flag in the Red Army section, the class of 22, which uh, I like. You talked about the um, the money going to the Man- MU Foundation. We actually stood outside it right now. It's a really good organisation led by John Shields. Good people there, like... Rebecca and Amy and we really engage with the community in Manchester. I think it's really You know, I do a lot of good stuff important. behind the scenes. They do loads missing, of good stuff. Just go missing. It, it gets stuff. missing in what, in what goes wrong. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was a good night all round, I think. And the, the, the decision to make it for charity, I think that was because of Rick McGar lobbying to... Who gets a lot of stake, my head, and he's already doing good work behind the scenes. So, so the one pound. So the club will have lost money tonight because obviously the shooting and all that cost. So good, good, good. Yeah. You know, so many points we can um, take up on. Um, Nicky Butt was there. Ryan Giggs was there. Alex Ferguson was there. So a real feel good for Manchester United. Six thousand Forest fans as well. I did laugh when they sang. You've already come to see the Forest. <laughs> you go on Man United and. Well, one of them said to me, well, I was trying to sell fans in after the game, he went, he went, United, who's that? I said, oh, I said, you used to play those years ago, a bit before your time, pal. <laughs> Which you didn't like, but... That's a, a good response. So, the crowd's just clearing now, and the first taxis are venturing up some at Busby Way to try and pick up stragglers. I've heard fans from not just locals tonight. I mean, there's a big group of people uh, from Limerick, I think, one of them holding a bottle of... Uh, 
Busted. <laughs> there, was a, there was a few from other clubs as well. I've got talked to there was a Burnley fan come said because he likes coming to the EU Cup finals, which I don't know if that should alert the authorities or that or not. But, and, but then there was a Villa, a Villa fan who was here as well, he was talking about um, I think Villa were in it last year and he said he said, Oh, he said it was nothing like this. There's about two thousand people there, so yeah, it's um, yeah, there's been a been a bit of an eclectic mix of people here today, but you did say Anyone turning up two hours before a children's football well, that's, match? Well, that's why we, st- we started a little bit later than we normally would. We started a little bit later than we normally would because, I would, like I said, I would have been genuinely worried if people were stood outside this ground at 5 pm today for an half seven kickoff between kids. So we've got, well, a Legends game next week. Um, players coming back. Diego Forlan back to Manchester for the first time since he left the club. He's bringing his wife and his 32 children, and he's absolutely buzzing <laughs> off it great like dead excited about coming to Manchester and um, put some pretty good players playing in that again that's all going to Charity and then there's the final away game the defeat at Crystal Palace on, on the 22nd <laughs> we've got to talk about the first team now it's absolutely shit isn't it awful just beyond awful I think none of us expected this season did we so uh, I think that's why we all really appreciate tonight because it's been so so bad this is kind of another embarrassing dagger in them, though, as well. And you know, when you see the pride we've shown in kids who've never played football for United today, compared to thirty odd millionaires, and what's what's going to be annoying is, though, you know, because where we are in the league as well, we're going to need to get a result at Crystal Palace. We probably won't get one. We're probably going in the conference, but it's going to mean we're going to play a load of thirty odd year olds who are leaving a week later rather than giving other kids a chance, which we might have done. Um, and obviously, the manager wants to leave with his reputation intact and everything else. And I just, yeah, we just from the adult version, we just can't wait for all to get. Good, good news is with Wolves losing tonight, we are guaranteed European football next season. Okay. So whether it's Conference or Europa League, uh, we've got it in the bag. Who do you want to go down? Out of Leeds or Everton or Burnley? Uh, good question. I mean, you know, Leeds are, Leeds are probably the team you hate the most out of all of them, but. I've really enjoyed playing them again because we miss them when they're not here. Fucking so, hell, without Leeds, our goal difference will be about yeah. minus 30 next season. <laughs> you two we might send them down on goal difference. Uh, I'd, I'd rather get rid of Burnley, mate. Yeah, me they're too. Just, they're just nothing, aren't they? They've nothing against them. They're just one of them nothing clubs. It's a shit away. It's, the football's shit. It's in the dark ages. Just... Alright, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Burnley Football Club is not nothing. It's a very proud no, but it, club. They're not a Premier League a football proud town. club, are they? Well, they are. They play dark ages football or they did and... Um, like said, Their the, manager the, is a Manchester United fan. Is he really? He is. That doesn't mean a lot to me. Well, I'm just telling you. <laughs> people listening to this Manchester United podcast <laughs> might be interested there's, in that. There's a lot of there's a lot of dodgy United fans, but. Um, Alright. Um, no, uh, well, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, mate. Do, do you want me to say Everton or something then? Well, <laughs> I, I think it'd be uh, fascinating if, if um, Everton went down because I've never. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Leeds. I've never n- known. Top division without without Everton. Without Everton. No, no, me, no, and me. I, I respect Everton. I've got mates for Everton fans, yeah, yeah. but part it's a of great me way game. just thinks it'd be fascinating it. if they went down. Yeah. Just would they come straight back up? Because they've spent like I think there's six it's a bit like, high spenders. They're, in, they're yeah. in a bit of trouble already with FFP. Aren't they? Yeah. The difference is now, though, and everyone says that oh, if you go back down, you won't come back up. If you notice now, the teams that are going down and the teams coming back up I'll are the ones, and up. it's always the same because these parachute payments now. Which I've, I've, I've seen people championing for them to stop because they're almost a, too much now. Um, and you're getting the same clubs coming up and down all the time, so I don't think they'd be away forever like everyone seems to think they are. Um, 
but I, I think they've got just enough Everton now. They've got a bit of momentum behind them. I think I think it's going to be Leeds. They got another player. Dan James got sent off again, didn't he tonight? Um, they're shooting themselves in the foot with stupid, yeah. stupid red cards and things like that. They've just been in free fall lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Everton is, I, I actually think our forms, our, our situation is a bit worse than theirs in terms of the ability and the, the, what the players are giving on the pitch. I've watched a couple of Everton games lately and they're having a go. You know, I mean, they, they've not like the dressing room doesn't seem to be in disarray like ours. There's clearly a lot of problems at Everton. Don't get me wrong, you wouldn't be in that position otherwise. But like, I'd have to say Everton players seem to put a better shift in than our players at the moment. Who'd you want to win the league or you're not bothered? Well, they always said it was going to be the two of them and they always said the one I wanted to win the league would be the one that didn't win the Champions League because they expected it because I've always been, and it always gets dismissed this when they start talking about the greatest Premier League teams and they're going about Arsenal's Invincibles and Chelsea's this and the other for me greatness is, is it, it, it's measured by being able to win the league and the Champions League in the same season and it's only been done twice in the Premier League era which was by United 99 and 08 so for me that, that's the only yardstick so I didn't want to see one of them teams win them both this year so, so thinking it was going to be an all there final um, I was always going to say whoever didn't win that but not that we'd have known at that point but I wanted them to win one each but to answer your question finally uh, probably rather City wouldn't it I think I think uh, given where we are in the season now um, the, the best outcome really is City to win the league Real Madrid to win the European Cup Chelsea to win the FA Cup Leeds to get relegated and United to win the Youth Cup and we've kind of moved a, we've moved a step forward tonight haven't we so it ain't going to get better than that really is it at this stage of the season joking aside Liverpool do look a little bit like the legs have gone a bit the other night and um wouldn't it be funny though if they only won the League Cup? The greatest team in, in history only won the League Cup. And Everton stayed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, well, thanks for that. Um, cheers to loads of people bought United We Stand tonight. It was really enjoyable and it was enjoyable to get the feedback off, off people. Um, really nice night uh, at Old Trafford. We'll, we've not got a game this weekend, have we? Because it was supposed to be that Chelsea match. Is it the Cup final? Cup final, Saturday. Yeah. How little the FA Cup final means to me that I'm having a check that it's on Saturday. A, a journalist asked me if I'm going. It's like, what? It's still a disgrace it's being played before the Premier League's finished the season two, isn't it? Right, non- completely unnecessary as well. Um, so we'll do the next pod from, well, we'll definitely have one at Palace, and we've got that Legends game as well. And we did actually speak to one of the players who's in that game. Uh, Mr. John O'Shea. So here's John. Another John. So, uh, well, got a quiz for you first. Okay, right. Guess who's um, 45 years old on the day that United Legends play Liverpool Legends? Is he playing in the game? No, not as far as I know, but he might, he might invite him. All oh, right. 45. I played with him. Yeah. Bex? No. Quinton. Is it Quinton? Ah, oh, Quinny, I'm sure, will be playing. He was born oh. on the day that United beat Liverpool in 77. Okay, right. Which, I mean, I, that's why I remembered. Yeah. To bring it to this. But, okay. Uh, I'm sure people will be asking you about the winner you scored. Were you watching Monday Night Football? This week? Yeah, yeah. Because um, that even got a mention there, because you I came really on. You mentioned it, yeah, yeah. To, to remind uh, Jamie that who won the game. <laughs> so were you going, yes, Waz is injured, I can get on? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them because obviously Scolzi then decided to give, was it Alonso, maybe a little backhander? 
he got sent yeah, off. Yeah, got sent off, and uh, we were kind of basically Liverpool were probably th- at the end of that game would have been definitely thinking how do we lose, not not even draw. Like how do we how do we not win that game? So the fact we uh, managed to nick all three points was huge because it gave us gave us great momentum to go on and win the league. Like you know that was the that was the big thing behind it. But I remember the look on your face. So how did it feel? I mean, it was the cup. Yeah, that was the big thing. The thing for me was knowing, knowing Ronaldo was going to probably shoot on goal, which was the key thing. And obviously the pace and dip he can get on it. Following up. Following up. Yeah, and managing to tuck it away. So it was it was good. No, a special, special moment. Can't let you get too carried away because there was a 2004 own goal. Yeah, but, but do you I, remember about that? Yeah, I'd see that. That's if, what I can remember is that. That was a winner as well, wasn't it? Wouldn't be classified as an own goal maybe these days. Um, I'm trying to remember, was it Roy? Roy Carroll and Nick. Um, Scapegoat number one. And yeah, the, the next one would be. It, te- technically, I couldn't do anything about it, the way the ball hit me. So I wouldn't say it was an own goal, more an unfortunate goal. Okay, well, at least it didn't matter with it being the, the decisive. Yeah, no, thankfully not. Um, no, mixed memories, obviously, but lots of good ones against Liverpool, too. I think I counted them up 16. Games altogether, right. nine at Anfield. Um, so you're a veteran, literally. I mean, it's it's four legends, but you you probably played in as many as anybody else who will be playing yeah. that day. I mean, um, will you just be able to relax and have a laugh, or will there be some edge to it? Do you oh, think? Yeah, you, there'll be both. There definitely will be an edge to it, um, but in a good way. In a good way. That's just a competitiveness of the of the the, the boys involved, but. Um, no, some there, there will be lots of moments to I'm sure to enjoy it and relax too. But there will, without a doubt, there'll be a competitive element to it. And look, I know everyone's getting that bit older, and they'll have to t- take care of ourselves one way or two. But I'm sure there'll be one or two sliding tackles popping in here and there. And uh, are you in touch with any of the lads who'll be on their team? I don't know their team. Is McAteer involved? Uh, or I'm sure maybe Jason will be. Um, Phil Bab uh, maybe playing. Um, they've got a few younger younger boys as well. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure their squad, obviously, but I've seen that one or two of the boys have played recently in a that's, couple of games that they've had. That's always the shout, isn't it? All oh, their players are younger than us. <laughs> will be if the scoreline re- reflects it. <laughs> I did some digging, like I said, and um, I think your Premier League debut was at Anfield. Yeah, it was brilliant. I got a great response from the cop when I ran on because obviously. Um, it was, they wouldn't have had a clue who I was, you know. But little did I know I, I could have signed for Liverpool as well when I was seventeen. So um, it was just, it was just one of them things. Talk us through that. What was the decision process with the? Uh, good question, actually. Liverpool wanted me to come over every weekend um, when I was in the last year of my school, schooling in in Ireland, and basically, uh, as much as I wanted to, to to play professionally and get a career in the game, I wasn't going to mess up say the last year in school just to travel over to Liverpool every weekend and uh, they kind of said okay fair enough and we'll we'll kind of keep an eye on you type of thing and we'll go from there but um, no look it worked out it worked out well that I managed to hang on win the European Championships under 16 the end of that season and then uh, signed for United then. Was it a straight decision then or you'd already Sacked off Liverpool for want of a better word, and then well, United I wouldn't say sacked came. off now. I wouldn't say sacked <laughs> off because I was ve- I was very close to going to, to Celtic as well. There was lots of good few teams, um, 
inquiring and different things. So, but United just came in at the last minute, and it just felt right when I met the people involved in Sir Alex. Great. Uh, there's also um, something from another Rolling Reds interview. Uh, we got to talk to Rio. Rio. And what would he have been telling us about Stanley Park and a certain game you attended? <laughs> uh, either about me singing or how, how we got told to, put, to get our hoods down, maybe by the police as well. Yeah, he said you parked up in Stanley Park thinking, yeah. oh yeah, we'll go and watch United. So we thought we'd get in just right on kickoff, so no one would really see us. So we had our hoods up and uh, we're literally outside the ground but next thing there was obviously as there is for the United Liverpool games a bit of extra police on duty and uh, the riot police were finished say I think escorting the United fans in or whatever where they do it and they started screaming across the road get your hoods down okay <laughs> um, I'll never forget it was it was a good friend of ours Millie Leon Mills and he was saying trying to say to the police no Keep get keep the hoods up, you know. And then when we we did take our hoods down, they were like, "Yeah, get them back up." <laughs> but we we had a, it was a great experience, but also a bad one. How the game went and smudged his leg as well. Yeah, it was uh, wasn't 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 a good day. Did they sense. keep you in, or were you able to just kind of? No, yeah, they kept us in for a bit. Kept us in for a bit. We had to we had to sing a song or two as well. So it was uh, no great experience. Like it was uh, look as always. United fans are great home and away, but. And the away ones really know how to enjoy themselves too. Okay, well, thanks for your time. That was really enjoyable. Thanks.